Hey guys, as you can probably tell, this is part two of our special year-ender podcast. If you guys missed part one, we'd love for you to go back and check that one out, and jump right back in this one. But if you're all caught up, here's the second mini-episode for you, and the last one for the year. So to cap it off, we're sharing two more short stories featuring incredible people we've met through the show. We hope you enjoy. Imagine doing something you've never done. Like jumping off a gorgeous cliff where nature surrounds you and takes your breath away. Or maybe after crashing into the water so many times, you finally find yourself standing up on a surfboard for a good 10 seconds. Exhilarating, right? But what if you got the chance to help save endangered sea turtles? Or maybe for a few hours, play games with kids who, for many reasons, don't get to have as much fun as other kids do. What if you could actually do that? Go on an adventure and help make a difference, all in one life-changing trip. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know. And their stories of doing good in the modern age. There aren't a lot of companies that it's either that you're you're going on a strictly volunteer trip where you're volunteering all five days, or you're going to do something like like ours, where it's a four-day trip, and two of those days you're volunteering, two of those days you're having fun, you're getting to surf, you're, you're cliff jumping, um, just incorporating that adventurous component into it and really sticking true to the name. Have fun, do good. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. That's Adam Kuhns. He founded a social good travel company, Have Fun, Do Good, after planning and going on so many trips that integrated service and giving back. I decided to go on the trip and it definitely like altered the direction that, that my life would go and I didn't realize it at the time but we had spent five days down there um, post Katrina and the work was extremely hard and I had met some of my to today or some of my best friends. When you're with a group of people and you share an experience that's out of the ordinary, it tends to connect you in a special way. You may not have spent a lifetime with this group but you don't really forget them and they don't forget you. So one of the guys that I met on the New Orleans trip, we became roommates. And I remember coming back one day and just saying, hey man, like, what do you think about taking an RV across the country and doing some volunteer work? So we made a pact, a handshake pact right there. Adam and his friend planned a 30-day road trip from New York to San Diego. They called up nonprofits ahead of time so they could set up volunteer experiences. We just knew we wanted to do the trip. We filmed this documentary. It was very amateur documentary. 
uh, we pieced together a 30-minute film and started showing it at universities and, and colleges and anywhere that would allow us to show it. And students started coming up to us after saying, hey, how do I sign up for this thing? And like, this isn't really anything yet. And that's, we kind of had a light bulb moment and it turned into uh, what became a nonprofit called The Call to Serve. And it was during one of their RV tours when Adam was able to visualize what would now be have fun, do good. You're getting to do something cool, you're meeting new people, um, but you're still getting to go out and, and have a good time and, and everything that comes along with that. So far, Have Fun, Do Good has partnered with 33 organizations and has accounted for more than 2,500 volunteer hours. A sample itinerary includes activities such as touring the Zion National Park in Las Vegas while working alongside park rangers. You can also join one of their trips to Costa Rica, where aside from exploring stunning beaches and waterfalls, Participants also get to spend time with kids at Crescendo Juntos, a nonprofit that has supported elementary and high schools in the Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica. I've always stuck to the idea that if we impacted only one person from four years of doing that, like it was a win in my book. So I think it's very easy to get caught up on like, well, you know, this nonprofit is giving water to millions of people a year. Like, what if I just go to a food bank? That's great. Go do that. Um, I think a lot of people just don't do it because they're just afraid of not being able to make enough of an impact or, you know, whatever that might look like. But I, again, I just think following your gut and just going for it and executing on your idea is the best advice that I could give. Overcoming fear, owning your purpose. That's what we've learned from the incredible individuals we've featured on the podcast. When there was an opportunity to make an impact, they grabbed it. And then when I was in secondary school, I wanted to start up Bambino then, but I didn't have enough resources because I was still in school. But still, it was an urge that I really, really wanted to give. I really, really wanted to help, but I didn't have the resources then. And then after high school, I realized I cannot wait for resources forever. I can either start now or never start at all. That's Ashaba Farida, another listener of the podcast and the founder of Bambino Life Foundation, a foundation that focuses on empowering and educating girls in East Uganda and South Africa. So I decided to start Bambino Life Foundation straight out of high school with nothing, but then I would go and get clothes from people who had them and then I would give them to people who needed them the most. From used books to used shoes, used, you know, everything that people would no longer need. I knew that someone somewhere would need it more. People who needed help were all around Ashaba. She grew up in the slums of Kampala, the capital of East Uganda. It's not that well developed. And I still actually stay with my mother. I have not yet left her yet. So I'm still staying with her. And it's a growing up neighborhood. People are trying their little best to put food on the table for their families and their children. So that's that's where I am right now. And that's where I've grown up, actually. I've not yet left that place. It's, it's a working situation. Ashaba's mother was not faced by poverty. She was relentless and made sure her children had a chance to chase their dreams. For Ashaba... That included going to aviation school and becoming one of only a handful of female pilots in her country. 
I had a chance to ask for a scholarship in piloting and I got it. Of course, it wasn't easy. I had to struggle for it. It took me about two years for me to attain that scholarship. Ashaba broke down barriers based on her gender and socioeconomic status. And in Uganda, not everyone is able to do that. In fact, almost half of girls and women ages 15 to 24 are illiterate. And nearly one in every two girls in the country is married before the age of 18. I knew I had to find a way to stop the problem from the source. And that was to try and promote girl-child education and empowerment so that we reduce on the early pregnancies, reduce on the unwanted pregnancies through helping girls enroll in school, encouraging them to stay in school and things like that. These days, Ashaba visits different schools to talk to young girls about the importance of quality education. Aside from providing school materials, she also counsels the students and their parents against early marriage. Ashaba to this day never really had enough resources for her foundation, whether that's money or manpower. But she saw how the child bride epidemic affected so many young girls in her community, and she made the decision to step in and do something about it. I think it's about love. And I think it's about knowing that change starts with you. So many people, we want to point fingers to the government, to the society leaders, to that, to this. But we never look at ourselves. You know, you want to say, oh, we want clean water, we want this, we want this. But what have you done, you as yourself? What have you done? It could look like your difference or what you're going to make is too small. But if it starts with you, other people will also do the same thing. It will spread. If you do something good, slowly by slowly, other people will catch up onto it. Change starts with you. Change starts with you. If you want to learn more about Bambino Life Foundation and how you can support their programs, head on over to bambinolifefoundation.com. Or if you're interested to go on a vacation combined with volunteer work, Hit up Adam and his team. Just go to Have Fun Do Good to find out how. That officially wraps up our 2018. We could not thank you guys enough for the support you've given us this year. Our community has grown so, so much because of you. We're so inspired and excited to share more fascinating stories about humans who are doing good and changing our world for the better. Hope you all have a wonderful holiday season with your loved ones. We'll catch you with new episodes in 2019. And remember, be good to one another 